Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the burning issue right here on the Voice of the Cape is nine minutes after eight. And we move on to another topic and a uh, very, very important one as well. We're talking about safety and security on our trains now. Uh, this is something that comes to light often because we look at uh, the crimes that are committed on trains, people are being robbed. Uh, we've, we've heard the reports sometimes of people actually uh, you know, indulging narcotics in the train uh, while uh, in transit, and then also, um, you know, people just feeling they they fear being mugged, especially if they're traveling in a carriage, which is uh, you know all but deserted, and uh, it's perhaps late in the afternoon or early in the morning, uh, or rather not early in the morning, but just after just after peak. So uh, tonight we. Uh, Discuss the rail safety with Mr. Sali Kikana, railway safety regulator, executive in safety compliance. Mr. Sali Kikana joins us on uh, line this evening. Mr. Sali, uh, good evening and welcome to the burning issue on the Voice of the Cape. Good, uh, good evening, Fasir. Thank you for hosting uh, me. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Now, obviously, um, when we talk about safety and security of commuters, how um, high up on the list or, or, or how much of a priority is this for PRASA or the passenger rail, uh, uh, the, the, uh, if I could just get that acronym correct, the, the passenger rail agency of South Africa, uh, as well as Metro Rail, how important is the safety of passengers for these institutions? Uh, first, maybe let me first correct that. Uh, I'm from the railway safety regulator. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a difference between the regulator and PRASA. As much as though we come from the same uh, ministry of mm-hmm. the Department of Transport, however, our function, uh, primary function as the regulator, is to oversee safety performance uh, on the on PRASA and other operators. So, what PRASA does, they, in terms of your question, mm-hmm. um, Primarily, safety is their concern, you know, and mm-hmm. that is their own primarily uh, focus. So they are responsible for their own safety, and we as the regulator, we oversee their safe uh, performance. Okay, okay. Um, I think perhaps that was an unfair question then to ask. Um, but, it, I mean, in, in, in oversight, uh, what would one say then is uh, some of the regulations that uh, or, or some of the requirements in order to in, to in order to say that we've secured um, you know a particular train or we've secured a particular route for passengers? What are the requirements from a safety perspective? What normally happens uh, in terms of the processes as an operator, I will make an example with a person. What they do, they come to the regulator. Uh, with what we call a safety management system, that they will tell and show the regulator that uh, this is how we want to reduce uh, or how we're going to manage and, and mitigate the risks within the, the, uh, their own regular landscape. So their safety management system will be presented to the safety regulator, and we as the regulator will peruse and analyze and critically so. Uh, if there's anything that we feel that is not safe, we'll inform them then they will do those corrections, and if anything is okay, then we issue them with a payment. And once a payment has been issued, what we do as a regular safety regulator, we make follow-ups in terms of inspections and audits on what they have said they're going to mitigate. Obviously, there are particular risks within the railway, and what we do as a regulator, we conduct inspections on the operator's safety. 
Now, um, would you say also then that uh, when in, any new carriages, any new trains are bought or uh, first brought onto uh, onto the rails, would you say that uh, your organisation then plays a role in uh, making sure uh, that these are up to standard to be able to carry passengers on our on our rail systems? Yes, there's a different process as well with new uh, technology that comes to uh, the railway space. What we do as a railway security, every operator um, who is going to be a railway operator, irrespective of your station or a network operator or a train operator, if there's a new technology that you're going to bring in, you are you, you need to inform the railway security data, you need to update your safety management system, as I said earlier on, and based on that, we as regulator, we will go through the um, what we normally call a technology review process, uh, reviewing uh, the designs, reviewing um, all the specifications that you are bringing in in this regard. So if we talk about the new trains that are now in the country, we did look at those uh, trains designs and we were part and parcel in terms of um, you know providing an safety oversight. Uh, and then also looking at, um, you, you, obviously, you've got to predict, uh, uh, you know, uh, situations and plan for those things. Um, would you say then that also your organization is heavily involved, perhaps, in, 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 in or, or, or is your organization heavily involved in uh, educational campaigns? We know that uh, there's, there's this issue of people, you know, liking, uh, 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 trying to jump onto trains while they're moving, uh, people uh, standing near or leaning against the doors of trains. Um, there's, there's all kinds of unsafe practices on the railways. Would you, do you play a role in the educational process, um, you know, in order to help uh, make, in, ensure a safer, um, should I say, experience for commuters and also provide uh, I- provide uh, input in terms of uh, safety regulations that, that gets carried over to passengers in terms of how they need to conduct themselves when inside a, 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 a passenger, uh, inside a, as a passenger inside of, the, of, of, of a train? Yes. Uh, what we do normally uh, with, with, through our media and communications department, um, we have uh, safety campaigns and safety awareness campaigns that um, seek to educate uh, commuters and also people uh, you know, who reside along uh, the railway network. So normally what we do, we go through and maybe have a target market and ha- have a target theme in terms of what we are going to share with those people who stay within and around a railway uh, reserve. And we share with them and what we also do is to have um, you know, uh, champions in within the communities that uh, stays along, so that those people are the ones that will advocate railway safety in their own communities. And we also partner uh, with 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 Metrorail and other big operators in terms of safety awareness campaigns. And uh, furthermore, what we also do is to what in terms of how we manage and communicate our uh, safety campaigns. We have um, uh, this. Uh, champions uh, that stays within the communities and we do this through the their own ward councillors so that you know there's a community presence and people know each other and also through the community forums there's meetings that we've held with the community forums where we share you know uh, the ideas and the, the knowledge of railway safety uh, perhaps just off the top of your head, could you perhaps mention some unsafe practices that your organization has been involved in uh, educating people against uh, when using uh, rail transport? 
Yeah, we, we, we do have a, like maybe a brand ambassadors uh, that are going to advocate how how safety is uh, should be uh, monitored and how they're going to or they have to um, uh, behave within safety uh, their operations. Then over and above that, what we are doing as a safety regulator is to really um, develop new regulations uh, that seeks to you know, uh, advise uh, and maybe for other operators to comply with. There's a new regulation that we are busy with at the moment on security of uh, personnel and uh, railway reserves because we found out that a majority of uh, occurrences happen within uh, that space. Once a, a reserve, a railway reserve is highly secured, we think that um, the issue of you know, uh, safety of you know, people struck by trains, it might be reduced. Okay. Now, uh, looking at uh, the current uh, rail system that we have, um, and uh, obviously uh, you've mentioned some of the, the some of the the areas in which your organisation is working to 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 change uh, and develop uh, new systems to help uh, change to to help improve safety on our trains. Um, what what are some of the challenges? Would you say then that uh, uh, impedes? Uh, process of uh, rolling out safety, uh, safety and and safety mechanisms on the trains from the commuter side. I think maybe it, it, it might be issue of really communication and uh, also to owning up. Uh, remember, all of this uh, infrastructure, it is really their infrastructure as commuters, and uh, and also not necessarily commuters, people using the uh, the, the, the rails. Uh, the railways, but also people who are affected by railways, meaning indirectly. So people who stay along uh, the railway tracks, those people, they may not really use the track, however they are affected. So it's issue of really discipline and also obeying and, uh, you know, obeying the rules and uh, of the law, the law of the country, and also really uh, not really, because what we've realized with the introduction of the railway reserve regulation is that people uh, tend to infringe in the, into the railway uh, reserve, and that is that poses a, a huge uh, safety risk uh, for the operators. So the, 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 the reason why we think that the, the, the railway reserve regulation might reduce uh, occurrences is because of people if they can op- uh, or comply to these regulations, there might be a difference in the railway safety. Of course, uh, the voice there of Mr. Sonny Kikana. We are chatting about rail safety and uh, looking at uh, you know how we how we maintain uh, good safety practices on our on our trains. Uh, when we get back from this break, we'll continue. Stay tuned on VSC ninety one point three FM. And also, you know, SMS, uh, if you've if you've been on on the train, you've seen you know people indulging in unsafe practices, and you'd like to share that with us, please do four seven nine one three SMS line. Back after this. Welcome back to The Burning Issue. You're on The Voice of the Cape with myself, Mohamed Fasif Peterson, standing in for Mr. Ridwan Ahmed this evening. And uh, we're looking at uh, safety and security on our trains. Uh, we're chatting to a gentleman uh, by the name of Sali Kikana, uh, who's uh, with the Railway Safety Regulator Executive, and he's in safety compliance. Now, um, obviously, uh, looking at the issue of rail safety in a broader uh, perspective, from a broader perspective, um, w- 
would you say perhaps uh, also that uh, the, some of the challenges come, we spoke now about uh, challenges in terms of rolling out, uh, you know, uh, safety protocols within uh, within the uh, railway structure. Um, from from the perspective of the commuter, um, would you say then that perhaps sometimes the challenges also exist whereby you have you're operating in various areas, whether it's a rural, whether it's uh, urban areas, and you is there a challenge in perhaps in the rural areas in getting people to understand, uh, uh, you know, the importance of safety and importance of their role in 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 conducting themselves in a safe manner uh, when finding themselves on 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 trains, as a result of the fact that uh, they're not exposed to the urban way of doing things. Yeah, there's different, you know, uh, risk factors uh, from urban and also rural. Because in urban, I think most there's high frequency in terms of mm-hmm. traffic. And in urban, um, I mean, in rural, uh, there's a difference in terms of their traffic problems. However, you know, the, the thing, the, 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 what we, we as a regulator has done is to have uh, at least five focus areas where we think that um, we, we can make an impact with regards to um, you know, reducing uh, safety levels uh, in terms of the railway safety. So there the five focus areas that we've identified were you know, level crossings. We found level crossings in both urban and, and, and rural. And we, we, we also wanted to focus on the mainline derailments. And we also uh, wanted to focus on the platform train interface and the high-risk corridors. And um, the other element that we are focusing on is the human sector management um, element where we've realized that the majority of the occurrences that happened um, are actually uh, happening because of there's an, always an error in human factor. So those five, uh, five key focus areas, uh, we use them both in urban and in rural. But what we, we have realized is that most of the occurrences happen uh, along the urban area because of the traffic volume and um, in, in urban areas. Um, I'm looking at uh, uh, one of the reports that was issued by uh, your organization, uh, and uh, I'm looking at the detailed uh, analysis of, of, of you know issues that have occurred. I see also that you take into account human factors um, in, 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 in the process, uh, in, in the day-to-day running of, 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 a, of, of a railway and, and perhaps in, in terms of trains and, and, the, and, and, the, and the operation. I see that uh, in, in, in one instance you looked at the, uh, there being a high pressure on the drivers to move the trains resulting in them using unsafe working methods. Um, would you say then that also a human factor from a point of the engineer, the person driving the train, uh, to people, uh, support staff, that sometimes also um, negligence in that area might result in uh, you know uh, unsafe unsafe working practice, unsafe uh, transportation of people, and um, that this is something that uh, the that uh, the regulator takes very very seriously in light of bringing uh, uh, forth that 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 safety and that security that um, you know needs to be there uh, on 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 our transport uh, on our rail transport system. Yes, definitely. The the human factors, as, as I'm saying, uh, is the underlying you know um, factor in all in, in what we have realized as um, the common denominator within all occurrences, whether yeah, it's from the commuters and the communities, uh, there's always a human sector error element, and also from the operator's point of view, there's also a human sector element. So what we realize is that uh, the 
plays a, a critical role in terms of what we need to do and improve uh, the railways. You know, the human-machine interface, uh, whereby, uh, I'll make an example, most of the trains, uh, the current trains that we have uh, in, in the system are quite old. And even the mm-hmm. designs that was done then is a design that was, you know, in, 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 in the previous years that they couldn't, couldn't at time look at the economics of the of, of, of the train and whether a person, you know, uh, their frequency in the shift, whether it will be allowed for a person to drive or to be in the train for about more than eight hours or so. So such things, they have a human sector element in it, whereby fatigue is one of the things that we, the human sector management looks at it. You know, what are the conditions that the people work within them because of the stress levels and so forth. And these things are, you know, in a way, in most cases, when we did the, uh, uh, the, the, the board of inquiry and investigation, he found out that there's always a human error element. Mr. Salikikana, a Railway Safety Regulator Executive and Safety Compliance, thank you so much for joining us and opening our eyes uh, to you know, the work that uh, the Safety Regulator does uh, and also in terms of uh, how uh, you know h- how we need to look also at safety, and I think perhaps uh, this also has given us an insight into how detailed uh, the 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 idea of safety is. Uh, it's not just about you know making sure that uh, people don't uh, jump onto trains or hang out by doors, but more than that, it's about a system. It's an integrated system. Uh, personnel are involved in that. Uh, we see that uh, the the commuter has his role as well, and then also looking at the integrity and structure of the train and obviously you've spoken about even uh, uh, the regulator being involved in the procurement of new trains and new technology as well so I think uh, it's been quite a comprehensive discussion and uh, I think we've learned a lot thank you so much for joining us this evening sir and all the best for the rest of the evening thank you for thank you Take care. Good evening. Well, of course, that was Mr. Saleh Kikanya, uh, Railway Safety Regulator, Executive uh, and Safety co- and uh, Easing Safety Compliance, speaking to us about um, uh, rail safety and the role that the regulator plays uh, in this regard in oversight uh, and, um, you know, maintaining uh, safe practices on our trains.